Welcome to the New York Comedy Club podcast, the podcast where we sit down with friends and comedians of New York Comedy Club. We talk about comedy, life, who knows? It can go anywhere. Uh, today, our guest is the lovely Sarah Tolamash. Hi. Thanks and for having me. Oh, thanks, thanks for, for being, being here. here. And you yeah. got Nick and Amy at the uh, helm. Yeah, thanks. Thanks yeah. for the uh, dynamite drop in, as always, Amy. You always, you, <laughs> I love that you, we, we usually do like a pre show discussion and we're all talking, and then there's like 10 seconds of pause, and then Amy kicks in with the, the intro, and it's just such a different voice. Like your voiceover work it's is like f- phenomenal. Just <laughs> yeah. like, it's very NPR of you. Yeah, I, it's I enjoy uh, it. I, I, at every corporate job I've had, I've done all of the entire voicemail for the whole building. Yeah. They were like, oh, could you uh, record that? Could you be the one that says, hello, we're not here right now. If you'd like to leave us a message, we will be back at 9 a.m. in the morning and you'll get a phone call by 1 p.m. Do you know there's people <laughs> listening to this right now who frequently call the club and get the voicemail and they're like, that's who that is? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know customer, that voice. Angry customer's like, oh, this is why she didn't call me back about my tickets. She's busy doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough about angry customers because th- that will derail us for oh, hours. Uh, Sarah, thank you for coming in um, as a... Amy mentioned, uh, you are about to record your first album with us. Uh, yeah, I am. I uh, And I was saying that I wish I'd been doing this 10 years earlier because I feel like now I'm like, oh, yeah, I should have had bodies of work. Yeah, we were even, that's why we asked because Nick goes, is this her first album? I was like, I think. So, but also, yeah, that kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, just because for the longest time I was like, you know, I've somebody... 800 pound gorilla offered me. So I was like, cool. I don't like doing anything on my own. So that makes it easier. And then um, you're, I'm always in that position of like, say yes to anything. But before, now I'm just like, oh, I should have just doing this on my own anyway, 10 years ago, because there's so many times you just have your jokes floating around and then you're like, what's the point of it? Yeah. At least now I have, like, I can put it on a recording and then. It would have been a goal to work up to. Yeah. I've just been like floating around. Are there jokes from like three years ago or five years ago that aren't going to be on the album, but you're like, oh, those were great. And now they just don't exist anymore. Well, I'm debating. I might put one on that's from 10 years ago that still works now that I haven't done in ages. And then um, I do have jokes from three or five years ago. that I was, But there are a few that I'm not going to put on just because I don't like doing I don't want to do anything that I don't find as fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then also a weird thing, because we always talk about, sometimes we talk about things that everyone's talking about, that after a while, you're like, everybody has the same premise. So yeah. it's time to like, I'm not bringing anything new to the table with it. So I just decided to just kind of like drop it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Uber jokes, 23andMe jokes. It's like- Paper straws. Yeah. <laughs> there is just like, I don't know. I mean, getting to feel that way with- Eating ass. I feel like everybody's just doing. <laughs> Even though I really ass. like mine, but like everybody's got a hot everybody's take on it. Everybody's eating ass. Yeah. yeah, or not, and then they've got to tell you why. Yeah, yeah. but I'm like, Pete, Chris Rock was talking about that 15 years ago with the toss my salad bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. it was longer than that. I'd say 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, like, yeah, the toss salad man. Some people like it with mm-hmm. syrup. Like, yeah, I mean. Well, it's kind of like, I was thinking, is it like kale that's just always been around, but then but now, now it's everyone's doing it? 15 <laughs> minutes, it's 15 minutes of fame are up right now. Yeah. Eating ass. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's 
<laughs> I guess you could hold on to it, and in about a year and a half, it won't be cool anymore. It'll be like the pomegranate of jokes, and yes. you'll be like, "See, no, it's still good. I can talk yeah. about this." The pomegranate. That's this is fantastic. This is such a good analogy right now. Oh yeah, to food. Just remember like, when pomegranate was everything? Yeah. 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 Now it's like, and even kale's up now. It's like now yeah. it's like everything's cauliflower. It's cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, cauliflower. It's cauliflower's time, baby. Yeah. So like, where's eating ass in that? Is it the pomegranate? Is it cauliflower? It's not pomegranate yet. It's still kale. I, yeah. think, I think it's still right. kale. Yeah, and it's got staying power. Like kale, kale stuck around for a minute. It's not even though it's on the wane. It's high was so high and so sustained. It's not like yeah, you know. Oh God, where did kale go? It's still there. Yeah, it just rose in price a little bit. But then when you go outside of New York or LA, like they just use it as a garnish on a salad buffet. (laughs) Yeah, like they don't give a shit about kale. No, and no one cares. Yeah, the best thing about this is I'm going to be really gross right now. Is that we are comparing. The the food analogy with eating ass, and it's like, well, it is kind of all roundabout. Yeah. Because where's the kale now? Well, you'll know when you eat the ass. Cause... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> I right, thought that's you were going to go with the salad salad, <laughs> no, but that wasn't no, gross. No, but yeah. that's another angle. That's another angle. Yeah. See? Okay. This is what I bring to the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real lowbrow stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, well, I mentioned Scatological. it. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know, if you set me up, I'm going to go there. So, <laughs> but so uh, other than eating ass, uh, so what I want to know is, like, I want to pick your brain about this is your first album. You just said that you have some jokes that you've been doing for 10 years. Some jokes are new. You're worried about if it's going to be, you know, relevant or if everyone's doing it. But you've also been on uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. You've been on The Late Late Show with James Corden, all within the last two years, if not sooner. Yeah. Right? Are any of those jokes getting on the album? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Well, I, I talked to my therapist about it because, like, you know— there's a part of you that's like, oh, I want the other comics to like or, you know, like respect me. But then um, so I want, always feel like I have to do like burn material and constantly create. And he's like, why don't you just do a best of? So I might just do a best of. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's legit. Why not? If it's my first and yeah. then I can just burn all the old and then develop a new hour. Yeah. And then I, I just don't, I have one of the, I'm just not one of those people that like, turns over a lot of material. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and also, that's okay. It's fine. I know. I'm <laughs> That's be- great. Because some of the comics that I feel like are doing an hour every year, sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like you could have waited one more year and this would have been really tight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there does seem to be a lot of, um, I don't want to say filler or fluff, but it do- definitely doesn't seem like enough attention is put in a lot of the jokes that comics are making every year. Like every year is a new hour and it's like, you know, there's 30 minutes of that that could have been killer if you just worked on that 30 minutes, but oh, you yeah. just stretched it out so long that it's kind of like, yeah. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's a great idea that, you know, a best of, I think the idea of doing a best of in your first album, I think in, that is funny in itself. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, it's the best of. What's your only one? Well, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best I got. Sorry. <laughs> what else it feels like at every moment, you just feel like at that moment, you're like, this is as good as it's going to get. But right. then you always create another joke that you like better. And then you're like, then you're embarrassed of the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> I just like lose interest in them really fast. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe that's a good, maybe that's a good idea that you didn't make an album like five years ago because now you'd ha- hear it and be like, oh God. Yeah. What was I doing? What, uh, was, what was I thinking about that joke? But who cares? You know what I mean? Like, like oh, as a, you have to just keep doing, yeah. like yeah. evolving, I guess, is and I mean, the that's process. Natural. I was just explaining this to our intern yesterday. I was like, 
Well, you need a full-on delusion for about two years to yes. keep going, and you got to think you're the best thing in the world, even though you're demonstrably not. And I said, but then after that, it flips, and you hate everything you did last month or last year. You're always like, oh, that was terrible. Now I'm better, but maybe not even like now I'm better. A lot of times people get just stuck in, well, this is terrible too, even oh, though yeah. it's also objectively better and good. Yeah. But yeah, that's such an interesting thing that comics do have. So if you had been putting a body out, you know, on the one hand, you'd be able to like see your own growth. So you'd have someone be like, oh, yeah, that was good, but I've mastered this since then or I've yeah. gotten more into this. But then on the other hand, you'd also you might be like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> Definitely. Or then sometimes, like, I've had a joke that I liked, then I was tired of doing it. Then I kind of brought it back because you're like, why not? And then when you're on the road, you're just like filling time. And then I've tagged it and it becomes better. And I'm like, God, can you imagine just putting that on an album? And then I'll be like, it's not even done yet. It just feels like things are never done. And yeah. that's why it's like a weird commitment to just put it on an album. That's that's very interesting. I've, I've never really thought of it like that, but that's so true. Yeah. Because a, a joke, a good joke and a good premise at least is always evolving. It's always changing. Whatever the times are, whatever, you know, like we were, you know, joking about earlier, you know, whatever hot food is now or, you know, whatever the hot joke is, a good joke and a good premise can always evolve and change as the time goes. And then it's, it's kind of like, oh, if I put this on record, that's it. Yeah, it's, it feels like you it. can't do it again. But I read, uh, I got a Nora Ephron and, uh, and what is it when a big body of work? We're all of her Anthology? story. Anthology. Yeah. That's what I thought. And uh, I read it and it has a lot of her backstory and her magazine articles. She uses the same themes through all of it and mm. read, puts them back in and it's more developed in another movie. Like she's always just talking about food and dating. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, when you watch Jim Gaffigan, his is like family, dating, or no, not dating. Family, religion, and food. Mm -hmm. And then that's always progressing. Like, he's always got new bits about it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's also like, you know, uh, Amy and I were talking about this kind of earlier. It's like, you know, you, you find a formula that works. Yeah. And as long as you're writing new jokes, if it's the same formula, it's going to be probably going to be funny. Yeah. And I would say, though, that, you know, some people may fall into it too hard and it's like they'll never change the formula. And then that can kind of get tired. But if it works, use it. Oh, I, yeah, I wish. I'm always like, God, what is that for? Like, you feel like you found it, and then you're like, yeah, the, the six months later, you're like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> yes, this is not working. Or you're tired of it, or I don't know. It's, like, hard to change your act once people, or who you are, once people know or are familiar with you. But yeah. I feel like I'm pretty genuine of who I am on stage than I am off stage. Yeah, I think it's not. That's an interesting thing, though, because, you know, you always get that the older stories of like a Bob Saget who was on yeah. Full House and that's not his act at all. And you get, um, you know, everyone who was like uh, Paula Poundstone and um, oh, my God, why am I forgetting her name? Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. People who knew them in one light and then they see their act and like, that's not you. There's a lot of I wonder how much that happens now that podcasts have become such a big vehicle to get fans and for them to feel like they get to know you because that is more intimate and that is more yeah. related to who you really are. Like, have you ever had someone who, you know, knows you from the podcast and comes out and was like, that's not what I was expecting at all. Um, I remember doing a show, I think it was Adam Devine's house party. I did my set and then we hung out afterwards. And then this guy was like, you don't seem like who you are on stage, but I'm also like, well, there's also many facets to one person. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like you just discover who you are, what works on stage, and that is an element of you. But you're like, well, I'm not going to be deadpan all the time. But usually, however I deliver anything in life is pretty much dry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Those kind of comments annoy me, but I don't let them, you know, bother me too much until now. <laughs> until right until now that I've until dredged it up. up. Yeah. Now that we're on what this else podcast. bothers you, Sarah? <laughs> that is, a, but you know, that is that is a fascinating uh, thing. That's I guess is just kind of brand new. Is the idea of uh, your character on a podcast and your character on stage can be drastically different. I yeah, mean, I guess so. If you listen to if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and never seen his stand up. And then you see yeah, his stand up. You're like, you're like, what? That is not the same guy. Yeah, that is not the same guy. And he even says that's like, you know, like he he's playing a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, these are jokes he wrote. I, they're not t- supposed to be serious. What's well, like social media? Yeah. People project this lifestyle, and then like we're you know we're all not like partying nonstop. Like nobody yeah. puts the boring moments up. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I try to. I was going to say, I've heard a few people be like, all right, this is my new campaign. I am only putting boring moments up. And I'm always like, oh, that's great. But just as a human, you don't notice them. So then you have to think about it constantly. So you're like, oh, I'm at the laundromat. It's time to post to Instagram. Yeah. Not like, oh, look, there's a cute dog. Yeah. Or like, I'm at this amazing vacation spot. But you're like, here I am sleeping on the couch with like a reality TV show in the background. Yeah. I I feel like if you did that, if you're like, I'm only going to put the boring moments up. That's so narcissistic. Oh, I've that's done a it. way to look at it too. I don't yeah, know. To me, it feels. Like I think it's, it's funny. It's like deconstructionist. Yeah, yeah, it's like a form of humor of like I'm. If you're doing, if you if you're just doing it, yeah, there's definitely a way you can do it. Super narcissistically, like my life's so interesting. Even the shitty parts are good. Yeah. But I think if you're looking at it from that perspective of everyone's fake, let me try to be more real. There's yeah. an element of sort of art and and snickering at it. Well, I think if you know the person. Like if I know if I see, you know, you're at the laundromat and it's just you like just kind of like because like, oh, I know you. You're at the laundromat. This is boring. I get a kick out of it because I know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if I don't know you at all and it's just a picture of the laundromat, I'm like, what are you doing? That's not interesting. Yeah, Stop yeah. boring me. No, well, that's why we're all forced to make our lives look better because strangers want them. Yeah. yeah. But have you ever like seen your friend from a distance and they have no idea that you're watching them? It's pretty funny to watch them like get out of a car and like look for their keys and like they're in their element and they're unaware that anyone's watching them. Yeah. I don't know. I've done it a few times and you're like, you're just cracking up. Like you're like this. They have no idea I'm watching them I, right now. I, 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 know, I know. I know what you're look talking about because I've done it. Because they're so I, stupid. I also spy on people too, Sarah. I know, I'm, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, wait, are you watching people go home at night? Are you like, I don't trust this Uber driver. I'm going to stand here. Also watch you take your keys this, out. Oh, yeah. Well, no, one time I was, in, I was walking through the park to meet my friend. It was in Union Square. And I ran into my husband, Joe. He, didn't, he was just sitting on a bench zoning out. He didn't know that I saw him, I, but I went to go say hi to him. But I'm like, that's so hilarious that I got to watch you just killing time by yourself. Yeah. Just like zoning out and not knowing n- anyone's like you're not on. Yeah. He was not on. And you're like, this is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I uh, uh, some girl I used to like a lot who didn't like me. I would watch her all the time. She never knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's different. Now. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I get that. Uh 
a lot. It's it's really funny in a weird way for me because I live not too far from Creek and Cave. Yeah. And I have a 24-hour deli and there's only one in the neighborhood. So every time I go in there, there's like three to five open micers or young comics that I don't know. I've never met face-to-face in my life. And they're all doing that thing that like three, four, five year in comics do of like, oh, well, let me tell you why Sam Morrill picked those jokes yeah. to be on his Conan set and not these ones of blah, blah, blah. And they're all wrong. Everyone's wrong. And they're, oh, here's how you get into JFL or here's how you get into that club or whatever. And they're all just wrong. And that's that for me is this is the thing is it's like, oh, this is like. I get to eavesdrop on comics in the wild. They don't know I'm here. Oh, it's the They're best. not tidying up their lit. Because I also think people try to, you know, try to not shit too hard on other clubs or like talk shit about other comedians in front of me because they don't want to get a bad reputation or like be responsible well, for But you don't want to ruin another comic's career. Exactly. You don't want to be yeah. responsible like, oh, I'm having a personal problem with this, but that's going to color a booker's opinion or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun to just be like, Oh, you don't know who I am. You don't know I'm here. You don't know we work in the same industry, and I am just going to listen to everything you say. Oh, it's so fascinating. Yeah. But it's the best when you hear them talking about, like, how what they know how to do everything, and you're like, no one knows. Yeah, I'm like— There's I'm, no route. Yeah. Yeah. And if you knew—you might know for, like, one second. There might be a moment where somehow you have experienced enough, you know the right people, that you're like, oh, this is the order of things right now, and in two days, it's going to be different. Oh, yeah, anytime I see, like, a list of people being like, this is what you shouldn't do. I mean, obvious, there's the obvious ones of, like, not being a dick. <laughs> yes. Um, but there's ones where, you're, you know, like, don't wear shorts on stage, don't bring your notes on stage, don't talk about this. And then you're like, then all of a sudden one comic does it, and they're like, oh, it's refreshing how real they are. Yeah. And then they break through, and then you're like, well, nobody knows anything. Yeah. Like, you, you just be good, be genuine, and then, you know, be, be professional. Funny, be nice. Yeah. yeah. Be funny. Be nice. Be professional. Yeah. And that's about it. Everything yeah. else is a crapshoot. I remember I used to, when I was working the door of the club, I there was always I'm not gonna say anyone's name, but <laughs> there was there was a comic that can thought, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Patreon. He, he yeah. thought he, yeah. That should be our new Patreon. Yeah. It's just, just hot shit talking. Pay, pay fifteen dollars <laughs> here at the Booker of New York Comedy Club shit talk people. The, the exact opposite advice that we just gave <laughs> we'll do for fifteen dollars an episode. But he would sit there and he would act like he knew everything. And he would tell people how to get into JFL. Meanwhile, you haven't gotten into JFL. And he would tell stories on the road. He's like, you know, there's one time Louie told me, like, get the fuck out of here, bro. (laughs) Get the – shut up. You don't – like, he would annoy the shit out of me. He wasn't even talking to me. I just had to sit there and listen to him. It's like, dude, you don't know anything. Like, I I, I, – Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It was so bad. Be like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I yeah, I guess that's you know, that's uh I I've, I've said this many times on the podcast, but the one guy that has taught me to always just, you know, be nice to everyone in the room is James Matter. Oh who yeah. Treats yeah, everybody yeah. That's as the best. if Good rule. He, he's like if you just started stand up tonight or you've been doing it for 20 years, he pretty much treats you the same way. Yeah. Well, and, you never know who's going to give you yeah. work. And it's also just like a nice thing yeah. to maneuver through life that way. Yeah, just, yeah. Be, just, just being a nice easier. person. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> I don't know these people that like beefs. I know. I'm I, like, like how do you keep track you... of this? Where do you use this? Where's this energy you've got from? I have barely enough energy to come to work, do my job, and go home oh, and maybe watch yeah. some Forensic Files. Like, I don't have energy to keep up six different beefs at the same time. Oh, it's too tiring. Or like, you'll see like comics tweet and then you're like, they drop the name of, of somebody like who doesn't seem like they're near you, but you're like, you're only three degrees away. Also, those people Google their name 
all, all the, the time. time. So they're reading everything. Yeah. So you that's just going to ruin like a job perspective for you later. Yeah. Yeah. But you never know who you're talking to and who they know. Yeah, yeah. So cuz that's just a thing that we do though. It's like not to go in a, a weird direction here, but like we as human beings are just always negative. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. sitting if like I was we were we were on vacation waiting for the shuttle bus to pick us up to take us to the airport. And as we're sitting there, other shuttle buses were coming to the resort. Nine times out of ten, when people would come off the bus and they were there's family there waiting for them in vacation, nine times out of ten, first thing they say is something negative. Oh, oh. it fucking took forever to get here. Oh, yeah. this weather's terrible, huh? It's like, why? I know. Why can't it just be like, hey, good to see you. We did it. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> we're alive the together. Landed. Yeah. yeah. Like, just Isn't always this crazy. We're just such a negative like and that's how like I mean, geez, that's how people become friends at work. Oh is yeah. pick, pick a boss you don't like and let's bitch about them. Okay. Oh, that's how you bring people together. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean it's just the, the neg- it's just we're just negative people. Well, sometimes I feel like you know when they feed stand up into the bathrooms? Like oh, if you're God, at a co- yes. So then you never hear the people laughing. So just really, all we're really doing as stand-ups is like complaining about stuff that makes us upset. Yeah. Minutia and then big stuff too. It's yeah. really funny. You're like, oh my God, we just complain yeah. nonstop. Yeah. There's yeah. not much funny. There's not too many funny things where you're just being like, you know what's really nice? <laughs> the sun. The Olive Garden. The sun. Yeah, I like Cheap you. breadsticks. They're delicious. Yeah, bottomless salad. They give you so much salad that you actually have to say no more, please. Yeah. Well, I think that's why Shane Torres's bit about Guy Fieri was so. Oh yeah, re- that caught on. Reson- so yeah, yeah. Resonated. resonated. It's one of my all-time favorite bits because yeah. it's like he's saying all these nice things that are true, still kind of backhanding, you know, like yeah, kind of like weird way. dissing yeah. him a little bit, and then but still like. Why does everyone hate this guy? Oh, what did he do to you? Because he's so nice. <laughs> because he's super nice and super fun. He's very excited. Yeah. He's happy he's to be alive. He's passionate about his job. And all he ever does is like make people's lives better. Yeah. <laughs> but but sure, we just he, shit on him because he has blonde tips. Yeah, he's and sure a, he looks a, like he got struck by lightning while drinking a Mountain Dew. I mean. <laughs> but even that, you know what I mean? Like that only exists because there's so much negativity for yes. him. Like. You couldn't just pick someone right now and be like, oh, you know who I really like is uh, Andy Byford of the MTA. Isn't he yeah. great? He really helped make the trains go on time. Yeah, like, that's yeah, not yeah. a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because, yeah, even though he has a piece of shit, like nothing's working. <laughs> yeah. But no one's talking about that. You just need to have somebody like like a, an altogether culture just like shit on one thing. Yeah. Because it happens a lot. Like I thought like Olive Garden years ago, you're mm-hmm. like, jeez. I mean, we're really harsh on Olive Garden. But yeah, like the guy Ferrari, it is really nice when somebody releases that tension. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's exactly true. Because we all hate him because it becomes like cool to hate him. And it's like, yeah, do you, like, do you really not like this guy? Or is it just because it's like a cool thing to do? Yeah. You, then you stop and think, you're like, no, he, I don't really hate him. I don't even know the guy. It's like, he, he's a lovely human being. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop it. Stop well, hating on this guy. <laughs> we had it for a while with like... Dane Cook, where you're just like, oh. dude, that guy was funny. I'm so glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. But that guy got shot on so hard oh, yeah. right when he hit his peak. And you're like, well, he's also like being put in a position where you do have to create a lot of content. And that's what he was known for. It's just like really hard to keep up with that. But like those first 
on his um, trajectory on the rise up, like you couldn't deny, like he was amazing. I, uh, so I w- funny. Was yeah. Listening, yeah. I was listening to him the other day, his old stuff, which is great, but even his newer stuff, and it was cracking me up. And it was, I'm so glad you brought that up because he was, this could be a turn into a debate, but he was one of the, the best comics to do it. And if it wasn't for him, I think today's stand up comedy is not. Like, we are where we are today because Dane Cook. He blew the roof off stand-up comedy at a time where it wasn't that big of a thing. Yeah, I think he was one of the few that started doing and theaters and stadiums and, yeah. a little bit better. And he, yeah. was, and he was essentially memes and GIFs before that even existed. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought he was, like, one of the first people that utilized uh, social media. Like, my, he was, like, the MySpace, first guy to do yeah. MySpace. Yeah. That... Even today, I'm like, I'm so late on the train. Yeah, on that, that was one. like, <laughs> and then he got, I can't master he got it. so yeah, popular, so yeah, that people started to hate him. And then he like, and then it was like no fault of his own, but he's, you know, doing jokes, and there's like 13 year old girls in the audience somehow. I don't know how that happened, and they're like well, all screaming, at the time. yeah, and he's yeah. like, they're screaming, and it's like, oh, the that's annoying, <laughs> like, uh. well, you know, age is not nice, and you know, yeah, things yeah. happen. He was a handsome fella. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean that was that's a that's a great example. Then everyone just hated him. It's like, oh fuck Dane Cook. Yeah, yeah. And then there was like a joke about it on like Scrubs or something. You know, they were like, yeah, yeah, he's the Dane Cook of doctors. And it's like, yeah, fuck Dane Cook. And like, why? Yeah, he's wildly you know what the, popular. What's interesting is what I think they have in common, Guy Fieri and Dane Cook, is that Same they both. Yeah. Is what? <laughs> Same oh, barber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that they both shot to success doing a thing that people consider not work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, stand-up comp, every person in the audience, like, after the show, I'll be out with a comedian. They'll come, oh, this is the best show. Thank you so much. You were a great host. You were a great comic. I love you. Blah. 80% of them like, I've always wanted to try stand-up, or I've been thinking about trying stand-up. It, like, people think they can do this. Yeah. And it's easy, and that these people did not spend 12 years perfecting the 15 minutes you just saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the same thing, like, Guy Fieri, even though, obviously, he has a professional background that led him, he was just like... I'm going around to weird food places. Yeah. yeah. I can do that. Yeah, exactly. I, people, people like when I talk and eat, so I could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy puts in so much work. And it's the same thing with YouTube stars. As much as they're, I don't get it, and it's a weird, weird world, YouTube, and stop letting your children watch it so much. But these the YouTube, future, man. These YouTube oh, yeah. stars, TV's like, dying. that is, wor- they, they work. The content that they pump out. Oh, holy it's smokes. I just think of Kylie Jenner as much as people shit on her. Do you know how much video she puts out? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like always like, Sarah, you need to do more videos. And then when I, I'm like, it's so much mental energy to like get it going, figuring mm-hmm. out what you need to do and like, I don't know, getting ready for it. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much work. Yeah. Making sure you've got decent lighting. Yeah. Nobody's going to come crashing in and make. A, a sound that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Or even if you've got something like you already got footage of you doing a set at a club, it went well and you like it, cutting it down, putting on the uh, captions, making sure it's in the right yeah. aspect ratio. Figuring out your hashtags. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. A, that's a lot of work. I mean, we even just doing that for the clubs, you know, it's like, you know, hey, can you put a post up for Instagram? Well, I can, or I can, you know, put a nice one up for Instagram, but that's going to take me. 20 minutes yeah because i'm old and i don't understand how instagram works still but like (laughs) but still like that's a lot it's a lot of time and effort and if you do that consistently throughout the day i don't know when you have time to do anything else yeah emco and i used to bitch about that uh speaking of if you unite against your bosses or whatever even though they're separate when we were both 
separately doing social media for different comedy clubs, we would be like, they would be like, okay, just take care of the social media. And then in, in 15 minutes, we're going to have this meeting or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, okay, there's five different platforms right now. They each need different formatted posts. Again, hashtags are important here, but this is about tagging. You can't time this one. You have to do it natively, blah, 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 blah. Like it takes, or even just finding like, okay, which of these pictures is actually the one to do? Oh shit. In that picture, there's a guy with his arms crossed. So I don't want to put that out there because yeah. it'll look like, oh, nobody's having a good time. Oh, in this picture, someone's yawning. Okay, that one's out. Yeah. Oh, it's not only um, that, too, is like when you post, you're supposed to be on there for 30 minutes afterwards, um, interacting know. with comments so you can push your thing up the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I'm like trying to think of just using emoji. Like, I'm like, I don't have the mental real estate to be like, yeah. oh, thank you. You're de-. You know, I just put fire. Oh, yeah. Or, I have a lot of yeah. fires and strongs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you yeah. have. After every post, you have to interact in order for it to go up. So that's like a on top of like an hour of creating that post, it's another hour interacting. But then also back to our thing we said about like stand up changing, like that changes constantly. The way their algorithm cares about you changes so much. So like you've got it down where you're like, great, okay. I know that at 1.45 p.m. is the time to engage. I'm going to make sure this is ready and then I'm going to spend my 30 minutes. And then in two months, it'll be like, well, actually, now it's 2 a.m., and instead you have to spend 30 minutes beforehand interacting or whatever. Oh, I find algorithms to be super fascinating, and now I treat it as my new god, meaning we don't know what it is, mm-hmm. who's really creating it. It changes all the time. He works in mysterious ways, and you. I'm always like this. I hope I did something right today. Like, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a really a fasc- great analogy. It's a really fascinating thing that now we are our lives are based on a algorithm. Yeah, that we don't even know or yeah. understand. No, and it's always changing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it used to be chronological, not, and not now only, it's interaction. Not only is that funny, but it's so on the nose, it's so accurate. It's scary that's- too. Like, well, and there's even like priests of it where like, you know, like I follow certain blogs because they're like, oh, we've reverse engineered the new Google algorithm and here's what it looks like it's looking for. And then some other guy comes in and goes, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. And actually you got to do this. And it's like fact. It's like religious sex. Yeah. It change Like you different have people have different opinions about it. It's, yeah. I don't know. I, it's this. I'm not really happy about it. Yeah, I'm kind of freaked out, actually. I know I'm yeah, thinking yeah. about it. I'm well, like, oh, God, There's a whole true. new book about how it'll become, like, where it's the guy that wrote Sapiens. I think it's oh. called Deuce or something. And it's about how we're turning into demagogues. That's All right. <laughs> no, it, it's, like, super fascinating. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, the one thing, though, I, that stand-up comedy has to combat that is, you know, old school, hit pound the pavement like you, you're on stage you have a room full of people paying attention hopefully paying attention to you and then you know so you can kind of cheat the algorithm by just going old school and shaking hands and kissing babies and that's going on stage and telling jokes for 15 minutes true i now granted i have to follow you on social media yeah, yeah. Yeah. however like... that's way better than just hoping the the uh the um, the algorithm the algorithm will get you to the top of the list oh yeah yeah no, I well, uh, there's also another aspect that I like because it also gives a lot of comics that probably get looked over by industry to create their own fan base. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I really did find it kind of fascinating about Southern Mama. 
Remember when he went to JFL, everyone shit with, shot on him? Like, but he oh, didn't yeah. really need JFL. Like, nah. he's killing it in his market. He's selling out theaters. Is. It's a guy that's like Instagram famous or YouTube, and he would just do like those face comedy videos that people yeah. do and cut takes of just like a certain genre of joke what a southern mama would say in this situation it went viral mm-hmm. and now he does comedy shows yeah for it and he got on varieties like 10 comics yeah. to watch and i mean he got people shot on him so hard in jfl but you're like who cares he didn't even matter. know what jfl yeah. was yeah isn't he that just showed punk up rock yeah they were like <laughs> Well, you have to. You have to come do this thing, and we're giving you a, a very special prize. It was like, I guess. Yeah. I don't I, know what this is doing. It's also just funny because I can I find myself being one of these people, like almost like a purist that like will shit on someone like that, like roll my eyes, like, oh, God. Of course. And, but then it's like, well, my jokes don't have millions of people laughing at them. His jokes do. Yeah, he resonated. So what am I doing this for? Yeah. Isn't it to make people laugh? Yeah, and also well, if you those enjoy are the it. people that are laughing, then maybe I'm the maybe you should be rolling your eyes at me. Yeah, and it's just hard to well, admit it's a that. Balance, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, oh yeah, without a doubt. But yeah. like, it's just like it's so easy to shit on these, you know, like oh, flash and pan, Vine stars. Oh God, oh, but they're selling out clubs. Yeah, people pay money to go see them, and they're dumb jokes. Well, maybe their jokes aren't dumb. Maybe I'm dumb. You don't like their you jokes are dumb. Yeah, their yeah. jokes are dumb. <laughs> Thank really you. <laughs> but what they do, what would happen if somebody was really smart is that they kept working on their stand up and that had cro- like intersected and then they would do really well, yeah. like yeah. sustain their fan base a lot longer. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. But Some people know. get good. Yeah. I don't know. Also, that might just end up being its own sort of form of comedy that isn't yeah. stand up. You know, like, before there was TV, there were no late night sets. You yeah. didn't get to, you know, and then that became a thing where, okay, you have to do five minutes of jokes and they tend to follow a certain format, blah, 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 blah. Like before that, people were, you know, performing for 30 minutes in between a band set or yeah. in between a stripper. And I'm sure they looked at them and like, oh, these kids got it easy. Just go on Carson and then you got a TV show. Yeah, automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it's different skill sets, yeah. you know? Chris, oh, it dev- definitely. Chris Rock, is. one of the greatest, if not greatest, stand up comics of all time, top five, his movies. God awful. <laughs> Chris Rock movies, for the most part, are dog shit. So does that mean he's not a good comic? No, he's no. one of the greatest. I just said that, but his movies suck. That's because that's a whole nother form of comedy. His acting, true, but also his fan his fan base doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. It's, well, it's like, or yeah. he can have two different fan bases. God forbid. You true. Know? Some people could like his stand up. Some people could like his movies. Yeah, but it's like I remember with Carlos Mencia. Like I don't, I didn't think his fan base cared about the. Um, what he was doing. Nah, they were just they like, didn't. he makes us laugh and this yeah. is what we like. So it's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not, it's not great to steal other people's jokes if that's what he was doing, but they didn't, your fan base doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's... they get the end result. They don't care how the pie is made. No, no one cares about how no. the pie is made. Yeah. Well, well, no, well, some people do. Some people do. Yeah. That, like listen to podcasts and everyone who's currently listening to us right now. You would like to know how the pie is made. So. Well, that's so interesting to me, too, though, because so much of podcasts now are like that behind the scenes, like this is a thing and you find out about like internal struggles and strife that now yeah. the public knows about. And like it'll be weird because like there will be people that come to a show and they'll be like, oh, isn't that interesting that so-and-so and so-and-so were both on this show? Yeah. I wonder if they talk to each other afterwards and you're like, 
wait, how did you know they have a problem? And I don't know yeah. yet yeah. that they have a problem. Like, oh, didn't you watch blah, blah, blah last Tuesday or whatever? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, those like people that listen to podcasts, they do. They listen to them. A lot of them listen to all of every single and they'll deduce who's dating who yeah. by figuring out through context clues. Like, <laughs> it's like funny? so funny to me. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, how much time do you have on your hands? A lot. Doing oh I mean, you I know, when, when I just had like a regular old job where most of what I did was like coding and answering emails. So I didn't have to answer a phone or like talk to people. I would listen to three, four podcasts a day. Yeah. I never listened to podcasts until I started doing them. Yeah. Yeah, I just right. oh, I still narcissist. Don't. I mean, I had to stop because <laughs> now it's like that. Like I find things out about people I personally know through the podcast, and then it's weird to be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry about your dog dying that I heard on the podcast, and you didn't tell me." And this is weird. Yeah, yeah, you feel when they're like, "How did you 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 mentioned it?" And they probably don't even remember kind of talking yeah. about it. It's no, it's all crazy because I think about that. Like I remember. My friends would post um, their kid photos on Facebook. And I remember seeing their kids riding their bikes in my old neighborhood. And I was like, how crazy. I know their names, but they don't know me. Yeah. They don't even know you exist. I could have kidnapped them. Yeah. yeah. That's like the thing that's so crazy of how oh much information yeah. that we put out there. Because I could have been like, hey, Trevor. Hey, Tyler. Your mom, Mom's Julie, like- said that um, she can't make it. So I need to take you with me. Bring your little green bike. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she knows I got a green bike. Okay. Yeah. yeah I could mention so many details about their life that yeah. they would be like, oh, yeah. That's why I think it's insane for a lot of people to put so much personal information. I, yeah. I always get, I always would get creeped out by, you know, posting pictures of your kids and, you know, doing all, like, I, I know you just, you're a proud parent and you're sharing it and I get it, and, but you don't know how creepy and crazy the internet is. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Just, you're just putting that shit out there and like, I don't know. I would. I. I was. I've always been like. You know. I'm not going to post that because I n- would never post pictures of like other people. Yeah. Unless I know they're cool with them being posted. Yeah. 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 Because I'm. Ask for. Permission. I have. You know. Like my. You know. My parents' friends. They're old school Pittsburgh. Like they don't. That. Sh- it's like. If you yeah. ask them, like, "Hey, I need your credit card number so you can buy these tickets online." Like, why? Why would you need that information? It's like, all right, it's 2020. Yeah. That's why I need it. But I yeah. get it. You're old school. And it's just creepy. It's creepy to me that people are just like the opposite now. It's like, yeah, yeah, here's all my information. Do whatever you want with I it. I do it out of laziness, and I know that I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah but- that's absolutely. I did that. Uh, my buddy last night, literally last night, he's so lazy. He was buying. He was. We were ordering wine to be delivered, and they need his credit card information. And he was trying to take the picture of his credit card. All he had to do is type in his name, his the number, and the yeah, yeah. expiration date. But he's trying to snap the picture. It's like, oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I yeah. mean, what do you just want, a chip in your arm so you can just scan it? That's where we're going. Oh, I'm peak laziness. Yesterday I was yelling at my tablet because I had to log into a thing that I have logged into before. And I started typing my email address and it wasn't auto-completing. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Why do I have to type this out? I've logged into your website before. Remember about, me. Yeah. Every time when it's like, I always do remember me. Yeah. So it preemptively puts, once you get your email address in there, it knows the password for that website. Yep. So then you're like, oh, if anyone took my phone, oh, yeah. they would have all of my information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is. It is wild to think about how easily accessible we are. Yeah. Did you, have you seen Don't Fuck With Cats? I started to, but then it was sort of like, I'm like, I think this might be too intense for me because I'm a real wuss. It's but. all right. 
It's it is, but they it's sad about the animal cruelty. But yeah. this, the online sleuthing that mm-hmm. the people in this group of how much information they were able to obtain from the video of they could deduce where this guy was coming from, and they nailed it. Oh God, that's they creepy knew and that a murder was going to happen in this city before it, the police found it. Wow. All because of just online social media stuff? Just through sleuthing or like looking through the video, they could tell by the um, socket. And then also they found all these other blogs that he did because he was a narcissist. And then they realized the same way that he types out senses, what he spelled the same way, even though it was misspelled, the way he um, put commas in places. So they figure it out and they're like, he mentions this and they realize that he loves movies and that they deduced it from that. It was just like... That sounds like stuff Amy does. <laughs> That's right up your alley. Oh. That is. Although I'm not nearly as good. Drew is the ultimate, uh, I will find this person detective. Oh, oh my he's God. the best. Yeah. When people have like chargebacks, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. Then want their money back. And it's like, hey, Drew, do you remember this name? He looks at the name. He's like, hold on, I'm going to get this motherfucker. <laughs> And then comes back 20 minutes. He's like, it was this guy. He was wearing this. It was that night. The weather report was this. I was like, holy shit, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> he was the best. But uh, so any, speaking of podcasts and, you know, if it's different or whatnot, you co-host a very funny podcast with uh, Adrian Appalucci. Yeah. And it's called Vag. Yes. Uh How's that going? I mean, you guys kind of just started that, right? Within uh, the last year or so? No, we're like three years in, I think. I think we're about three years in. I think we started in 2016. Can you just say within the last year so it sounds yes. like I knew what I was talking about? <laughs> well, we picked up steam in the last... There it is. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. We came on the radar. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes, yes it. Um, yeah, we've been doing that um, consistently, which we're always amazed. Because it's so easy to start projects and then just like... yeah. Because <laughs> it's like work. I was telling we because I, I just did Greg Stone's podcast, Rod Duke podcast beforehand, and we've got you put yourself in this position of like we have to create content every week. Now, if not now, we're doing kind of like three a week because you do one free one mm-hmm. and then two for Patreon. And then if you miss a week, people get really upset, and then you're only breaking even, and you're like, no, I'm now obli. It feels like I'm obligated to these people, which we're really grateful for. But we, they get really mad, or they drop off pretty fast if you're wow. not consistent. So then you're just like, like it, you know, if you were doing a sitcom, you at least got the summer off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it every week. Really, free runs, just past episodes. Yeah. Way. Yeah. But it is, I think these days it feels one of the best ways to get people to come to your show. I don't ever, when I go to with Joe, I'll do the road with my husband and he headlines and I'll feature. And then anyone that comes to him, um, it's all from podcast or yeah. watching other podcasts. Well, do you, do you think, so that's interesting. Uh, you think you get more fans for your standup through your podcast or do you think you get listeners through your stand-up? I or is think it, it kind of like an even balance? itself out. Because Adrian just did gen- Degenerates, and I feel like I've been looking at our numbers, and I feel like they're definitely spiking. Mm-hmm. But it's like a way for more people to f- get interested in you and know more about you. And then it's like they get, em- I guess, emotionally attached in a weird way. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Not yeah. almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like they, they do. They feel like Friends, and then I also we engage. You have to engage with them, and uh, a lot of them are really nice. And so you start knowing their life, 
And then you're, it's just fascinating. Yeah. Like everyone knows Go Pack Joe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we know when he got married. <laughs> we know he had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> we know his wife. Yeah, she's a huge she's fan. Lovely. Like they're, and you, they're really nice fans and they love stand up. Yeah. And so it's always happy when you see them. Like you feel like you're doing well. I yeah. don't know. He was really cute. He hit me up on DM the last time he was in town. He was like, hey, can I get a uh, comp to this show or I'll buy the tickets if I have to? I was like, of course you're not buying tickets. Come to the show. And then he said, because if you don't remember, this is my full name. And yeah. I was like, I do remember your full name, but yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome that you have the well wherewithal to be yeah. like, you probably don't remember my actual name. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, we do. Yeah. 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 That's great. I almost like, I feel like I remember everyone's name that I've interacted with from podcast. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Unless they don't want us to, and then we call them by a nickname, but yeah. then we know them by that. Yeah. But mm -hmm. no one's been like crazy weird. Well, that's good. Uh, well, not yeah. yet. No boundaries have been crossed. Well, good. Yeah. I have uh, a couple friends of mine that are, um, we do sketch comedy and they do a really funny uh, Instagram series and uh, they are starting to get some pretty creepy things. Like, some guys are just like, of course, it's like, women aren't funny. Like, okay. Well, oh, but you want that. Yeah, thanks, thanks for watching. <laughs> that pushes you up the algorithm. I That's know, what I said. I love that. I'm like, trolls, you don't know how much you help me. Yeah, yeah. they're part of the ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, We need I, them. If you're, if you're not getting hated on, you ain't doing it right. Mm -hmm. That's know? what I think. I feel like you got to have, you need a little bit of hate haters in your life. Because those people push you up the feed and then the, they make an argument on your algorithm or whatever. Mm. And then... I don't know. And then you get more engagement because negative engagement still engagement it's, to the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. It's the same old, what is it? No, there's no such thing as bad press. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which reminds me, brings me to my next point is feel free to tell us that we suck on our Instagram and our social media. <laughs> That's the New York Comedy Club podcast. We suck. Nick, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Feel free to let us know. We'll be, we're always, we're always listening for a critique. Oh, well, that also, in iTunes, if they give you even a review, even if it's a one star, that will, if you get a lot of reviews, that just still pushes you yeah. up on the, the charts. Yep. So, you know, I always feel like you're doing something right if somebody's hating. Yeah, you. if you take the time to go leave a one star review, you've hit some kind of a nerve with yeah. that yeah, person. Yeah. Like, thanks for the listen. That's yeah. all I can, like, oh, you listen to it. Oh, yeah. you hate everything I said and you quoted something? Yeah. So you listen. Oh, people thanks. like to hate watch. Mm -hmm. They say they don't like it, and then but you're like, they still are listening. So yeah. they must like something about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's yeah. the old, it's the old uh, Howard Stern theory. Yeah, like, people listen to him, and people who hated him listen to him even more because they yes. wanted to hate on him. And it's like, well, because mm -hmm. you're you. saying something. Yeah. Or like I don't know. I just think you got to do something. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can be bland and just have people like, "Cool, I, oh uh, yeah, I put on your podcast when I'm in the when I'm doing the dishes." I'm like, "Well, thanks, but yeah, I kind of want you to actually hear what I'm saying." But yeah, we're <laughs> got to start somewhere. Yeah, well, it's like also why those people that are really good at trolling on Twitter they get a huge yeah followership yeah. too. I can't. The thing is, I can't go that far because I cannot deal with that much. Yeah, hate. Like that pouring on or like getting canceled. I'm like, I can't handle that. Mm -mm. So it's like up to you what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I always look up to and respect the comics, especially comedians in this world that don't even pay it any mind and just let it happen because ultimately it's all clickbait. Yeah. If I need you to come to my webpage because that's how I make money, I'm going to say some wild shit about someone that everyone likes. Well, I just made money because you clicked on my page. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't actually think that. I just said it. I just said it to stir the pot. Everyone's flipping out. And there you go. That's what that's the world we live in. That's why I like when comics are like, 
I don't care. I don't care. Say yeah. whatever you want. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. No. Right, you know what I think? It feels like the equivalent of like when people like rock bands to get attention, you know, like bite the head off that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh, weird. That's crazy. And then now you're just like fascinated about this person. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and now they put him on the map. I watch, you know how many Gigi Allen documentaries I watch? I don't not, even know who that is. Not because I like his music. His music's yeah. shit. <laughs> and so is his stage performance because he literally shits on the stage. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a... Oh, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, Gigi Allen, but I'm fascinated. Just like... Right? Why is this guy, like, he's just walking around naked with his little baby dick. It's like, that's probably why he's so angry and he's punching fans. I'm like, I'm so into this guy. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you're awesome. And now Gigi Allen fans are going to fucking kill me on this. Hey, thanks. (laughs) Once again, thanks for listening. (laughs) Well, on that note, we should probably uh, wrap it all up. Yeah, make sure you check out Gigi Allen so you know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. I've never heard of him, but now I'm yeah. fascinated. Yeah, you're going to be. You're going. You're going I'm to going watch to his it. YouTube page tonight. Don't yeah. don't eat while watching. Okay. It's very very gross, but fascinating. I'm definitely a, yeah research yeah. him. But so uh, Sarah, what, uh, besides your when are you recording the album? March eighth, New York Comedy Club, Gramercy, yes. seven Ooh. and nine p.m. Seven and nine p.m. March. I'm pushing 8th. everyone to the seven because I want one show at least sold out, and then whatever trickles over to the to the yeah. nine. Yeah. So buy your tickets at newyorkcomedyclub.com. It's March 8th, 7 p.m. show primarily. If you can't make it, 9 o'clock as well. I'd love both. But... Uh, we're recording Sarah's debut best of yes, album. Greatest so hits. It's going to be her greatest hits. And you can find the podcast Vag on SoundCloud and iTunes and all that all, stuff. All the places Spotify. that you find. It, well, however you're listening to this is the same place you can find Vag. Yep. Uh, anything else, Sarah? Anything else you'd like to say before we get out of here? Instagram. I need those followers. Got to pump up that algorithm. Yeah, yeah. How, what's your handle? At Stolomash. The same as my Twitter. S-T-O-L-L-E-M-A-C-H-E. There you have Make sure you're following Sarah. Thank you for coming in. I'm yeah, looking forward so much, to Sarah. your album. It's going to be great. Um, uh, Amy, you got anything? Nah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for that. All right. Thanks for listening. Make sure you are checking out uh, fellow Paper House Network podcast, the Carrie Allen Picture Show for all you movie fans, and the Pinch Music Podcast recorded right here at Pinch Recording Studios. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the New York Comedy Club podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and leave a comment. And for tickets to the club, check out NewYorkComedyClub.com.